Broadcasting to the world from South Jersey, this is Anything Goes with Phil Rossi and J.J. Golick. A weekly podcast with different topics every week. The views and opinions on this show are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of any businesses or organizations mentioned during the show. And now, it's Anything Goes with Phil Rossi and J.J. Golick. Yes, it is. It is Anything Goes. My name is Phil Rossi alongside, as always, my friend, my colleague, it is J.J. Golick. What's up, J.J.? What's up, Phil? How are you? Doing great. All right, so we have a good one for you today. Today's topic, completely different as it is every week, today's topic is all about relationships. So we're going to be in the doghouse by the end of this. Yes, sir. That's the way it's going to work. Just don't let your, your girl or your, or your mom, you know, listen. Or, or we'll just cut out certain pieces and parts that... We'll work for them, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Uh, or just skip over them, that 15-second skip. Exactly. So, you're in a relationship? Yes. I'm in a relationship? Yes. Now, are you currently in the doghouse? Do you have anything going against you at this point? Uh, not anything unusual. Are you sure? Now, I know la- Now I know. last week we talked, you said you were... Were you in the doghouse or you, you weren't sure? Um, I don't know if I was necessarily in the doghouse yet. Okay, you're on the verge. I, I may have been on the process of getting inside the doghouse. Now, do you care to share it all or should we? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's always communication. It's, you know, I will, you know, sometimes stay later at a place or and I won't tell her or sometimes I will change plans. Um. And not necessarily, you know, tell her, oh, hey, I'm going to go do this now. So what should have been done at two o'clock may have ran over to four. Okay. And, oh, well, I'm leaving in 15 minutes. But then, as you know, sometimes 15 minutes turns into an hour. Right. And then two hours. And next thing you know, okay, now she's a little annoyed because she could have done something else, you know. And I think it maybe it's more recent as far as with the constant communication with the uh, with cell phones. Yeah. Right. Like if you talk to the couples that have married twenty years, thirty years, years ago, you know they say goodbye in the morning. They may have called them once when they're at work, and then they come home and that was it. I think the the issue that we have today is it is constant contact, right? So like you said, if you don't hear from the person you're dating or your significant other within 10 minutes is like, oh my God. Well, you were on Snapchat 10 minutes ago. You were on Instagram 10 minutes ago, which isn't always accurate, by the way. So I've found out, but you were active. No, maybe I wasn't. Right. And the constant communication is, I don't think it's a good thing. I don't. Because first of all, it doesn't give you time to miss the person. Right. Uh, If you talk throughout the day about work, when you see that person later, you really can't talk about work because you've been talking about that all day uh, right. and it's it's constant like it really is like texting and then because if that person say that person's actually busy like i don't know working or maybe they have an errand to do it's like you haven't where have you been for an hour what are you cheating on me right uh, you know i don't think um you know it's necessarily always right to the cheating thing but i sometimes i think they just overthink uh especially females they overthink right. a lot of times and it's not necessarily anything that us guys have done, but maybe a guy in the past has but, done. But I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think it's it's both men and women are this way. Yeah. And I know years ago, um, when I would date, if I didn't hear from the person two hours, I'm like, oh my God, it's been like two hours. And so yeah. then your mind starts going crazy. And then you really do have to be self-aware and realize, wait, what, what, like, I'm going crazy. Like, this is ridiculous. So if you didn't, if you didn't hear from your, the person you're dating in an hour that something is wrong or they're talking to somebody else or who are they messaging? Or then you, like you said, you get crazy. You start checking Instagram like, Oh, you were active 15 seconds ago or 15 minutes ago. Uh, And you you run through all these crazy scenarios in your head. And again, maybe that means you're not busy enough, right? If you have this kind of time to just be checking up on people, uh, you really just have to kind of, you know, trust is the big thing. Uh, You know, and and until that person gives you a reason not to trust them, then, you know, my opinion, you should trust them. You know, we, you know, I did this one um, thing where I took my phone from her and, um, you know, someone had messaged and, you know, doing all these different social media accounts and things that I do, I get a ton of messages and half the time I ignore them. And a girl that I used to work with had messaged me and, um, you know, who's that? You know, you, you get a bunch of questions. And of course, you know, it's someone from work. 
you know, whatever. Right. And wait, some, wait. So she took your phone. Yeah, it had lit up. I think we were just getting up from a nap. Okay. And um, she had looked at it, and someone that I used to work with had messaged me. So, so let me answer this real quick, not to cut, cut you off. But when she takes your phone, is that her checking up on you? Just not necessarily. Seek- now, why do you say not necessarily? I don't say not ne- I say not necessarily only because of she just saw it lit up, and half the time I'm like, yo, who's that? Because okay. I'm too lazy to get up. Okay, so that's a that's a thing you guys do. And, yeah, okay. and I can take her phone. She can take my phone. Okay. The only time I don't let her take my phone is if I've ordered something online for her and I don't want her to see it. Okay. Then I'll be like, but then sometimes I feel like she's like, well, what are you hiding? And I don't want her to get it out of me. And that, inst- you know what I mean? Right, like, right. I'm, I'm hiding something, but it's nothing bad. Right. Um, but in the case of this girl messaging me, you know, people message me all the time. Mm. And... You know, if you're important in my life, congratulations. If you're not, yeah. well, too bad. Reevaluate, <laughs> I guess. Uh, you know, yeah. You got to earn your way in here. You do because you know I'm busy. You're high, you're a high profile man. Is the, is the is the deal? Sure. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you know how you know you just said you would overthink, and I used to do Correct. the same thing. But at the end of the day, you know, we were up until two, three in the morning talking about this. I said, you know. She's somebody that I used to talk to at work. We were catching up. There's nothing there. You know, nothing there. Mm-hmm. I don't look at anybody else. You know, you know, you've, you hear the saying, you can look, but you can't touch. But really, that's not a thing. It's, it's not. It's not okay. <laughs> so you're saying it's not okay to look? No. No, see, in my opinion, it, it is okay to look. Because it's not even like just men looking at women. Or because listen, women do the same thing. People look at people, right? People are people watchers, right? So say you're say you're walking down the street and, and somebody just has like, let's just make it simple. Somebody's got a crazy uh, haircut going on, right? Right? They got like a high and tight, and you're like, man, look at look look at that hair. Now that could be the same thing. People, I mean, listen, men and women are going to look. You're going to be attracted to other attractive people, regardless if you're in a relationship, regardless if you're married. Because again, people are people. It's just the way it works. I I think it's a little bit too much if somebody looks and you know then it becomes a, an argument or then it becomes a fight because sometimes i'll catch a girl looking at another chick not even in that way just like oh my god look at that yeah and, and that's i've noticed that is a girl thing like you know how the guys hey go check you know check her out the girls will do it too they do especially on the boardwalk in the summer right. i noticed that um it happens a lot, and I'm just uh, kind of. I look at them like, what? And, and the reality is, and listen, it's hard when you're when you're telling truth bombs because people get offended by the truth, right? But here, that's what we do. We, we we no holds back, no holds bar. We just tell you, we tell you our opinion. Tell us, you know, we tell you the way you know we feel or our opinion. So I think there is a double standard between men and women. I there really is. do. Um, so so like you just said, like women can look at men and women, and that's okay if a man does it. It's bad. Same thing with a checklist, right? So say you're on any dating app or you're just dating. Women will always tell you they have a, a, a checklist, right? The checklist is got to make a lot of money. Got to be tall. Got to be tall. Got to be attractive. We what like, does that mean? Yeah. Uh, got to have a nice car. Got to be a hard worker. Got to be determined. Got to be funny. Got to be sexy. Uh, like the list for women is like 300,000 things the checklist that they want in a man. Now, reverse that and look what a checklist is for us. Our checklist is just be hot, um, be funny, and just be nice. Like, we, we don't, like, as men, as a whole, we don't really have a crazy checklist of things that we need from a woman. We really don't. A lot of it's bonus points. Yeah, because I feel like men are more, uh, and the reality is we're more visual. Than, than women are, right? Like, uh, m- women are never expected to share their money with men. Right. Think about it this way. Like, when a man gets married, his job is then, and, and again, I agree with this. It, we're together. We're, we're in a partnership. This is the way it works. We share the money. But it's never looked at as the woman should share her pot of gold at the, at the end of the rainbow. And I, f- I feel like that's changing now, though. Really? I know when I first started dating my girlfriend that I've always been. That's how I was raised. Right. You take the girl out, you pay for it. Now, now I will say a first date, the first couple dates, if you're initiating it, you should pay as the man, I believe. 
Absolutely. And that's how I was raised. Right. Um, and, you know, then I would go buy her little things here and there. And one thing her father always said, uh, I forget exactly how he said it, but it was something along the lines of that it's not going to buy your love or something like that. You know, the money's not going to buy it. No, it's not. And don't you don't have to keep spending money and let her pay every once in a while for something like if we go through the drive through or something. And for the longest time, I wouldn't let her. I wouldn't let her pay now, for now, anything. Now, how long did that go on before? Now, now did she offer to pay? Yes, see, all that, the time. Yeah, see, I like we that. Would see, fight. We yeah, would fight. We would fight over that, it. That's good. See, that that is a sign to me of a of a good girl because at least she's offering. Now, listen, if she if she doesn't want to pay. That's here nor there. That's okay. I've had the extreme opposite, too, where it's like, you know, you would think. Well, and, and here's where it kind of goes back to the double standard again, because there's a lot of um, feminism, toxic feminism, uh, feminism that goes on that I think kind of gets in the way of the way things are supposed to work. Now, I'm all for, listen, women should get paid. I love women. Get paid more than men. Get paid, get paid the same as men. Listen, I'm all for it. Vote. Do whatever you want. You're strong. You're sexy. I love it. But there's also that other side that, like in that situation, like you said, you had the, the flip side of that coin, which was you would go out and the woman wouldn't want to pay. So you can't pick and choose, right? You can't want to be equal and have the same pay and make more and have a career. But then if we go out, you want to go back to, no, nah, I'm a woman. Like, I'm not paying. Like, that's the man's job. Or, right. or like it snowed and there's eight inches of snow on the driveway and it's like, well, you're the man. You should go out there and, and shovel it. That's I'm a woman. Like I don't do that. I'm not I'm not lifting this this heavy box because you're a dude. Like you're supposed to fix it. Or the other checklist of thing is you don't know how to fix a car. You can't change a tire. You don't know how to sheetrock the the walls. What kind of man are you? So right. again, it's not every woman, but again, you can't have it both ways. You can't be equal. You can't have the same pay. You can't have all these things. But then when it comes to paying a bill or shoveling the snow or fixing a tire that you're like no that's that's the man's job because why the hell would i do that and that's to me what's not fair as long as it's fair then then that i'm good with it yeah i I mean you got to have that balance there like you said if you don't have a balance well is it really a relationship or what do you call that at that point if there's no balance there right and you can't you know i'm not saying that i want you to go out and be the landscaper every weekend and cut the grass and do all the dirty work because I think there should be a balance there. You know, it, you know, example, if, if she cooks dinner all week, maybe you cook on the weekends when you get done work or, you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, and, and certain people, you have to kind of align with whatever you're dating, whatever their, uh, whatever their preferences are because everybody's different, right? Like I, I'm not against the man taking out the trash and cutting the lawn and, and cooking and doing the clothes and the woman either chipping in, doing the same thing. Whatever your kind of situation is, that's what you have to kind of, you know, abide by. Just don't be a hypocrite and say like, oh, I'm, I don't believe in this and I'm a, I'm a feminist and, and all this other stuff. But then it comes to paying a bill and you're on, you know, date number 10 and she never offers. That's just not, because you're working too, right? You have a career, you yep. have a job. You know, why should the man be expected to pay every single time? I, I just don't. Well, I just don't think it's right. Something that I always thought was funny, and it started as a joke during football season, is um, you know my mother and father both do a little bit of everything. Um, of course, mom, when she stayed home, she would do you know the the cooking and the cleaning. And as we got older in sports and stuff, you know, it right. changed a little bit. Yeah, and, but and moms are sorry to cut you off. Moms are uh, like heroes. I mean, the stuff that they that they do, which as far as raising you from when you were a baby. They, like I said, take it at all your, your sporting practices. They're the, they're the chauffeur. They're the cook. They're the, the teacher with the homework. Uh, you know, they're so undervalued, which yeah. is, uh, you know, which is a, a shame. And, and you don't know what's going on, especially, you know, on the other side. There's a lot of things that happen that you don't realize until later on, too. You know, Right, all the uh, things they do that, that go unnoticed. Yes. And you also well, have to remember, they're people, too. Right. Like, they have a relationship. They have... All these different things going on, they you know they get depressed, and you know when you're a kid, you don't see any of that. They're just mom. They're just always there to do it, and it's a it's a very thankless job. And uh, you know, so if you're a mom, you know you're a you're a superstar in my eyes. Exactly. And you know, one thing that came about is you know it's it's one of those where usually the women would do the laundry, right? Mm-hmm. That, that was usually that's that's well, that's the perceived 
you know, right. laundry, that's the mom Cook, or the woman. Clean. Right. Okay. So something that started during football season, we like to call dad's laundry service, mm-hmm. where he would sit there on Sundays. If you had your laundry and you brought it downstairs, he would do it and fold it and ever hang it, fold it in between, mm-hmm. like watching the football. Right. He would sit there. He'd sit there watching football, folding clothes. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, it is a different world we live in then. Because I don't know necessarily if back in maybe his parents' days or, you know, even his parents' parents' days, would that happen? Yeah, I don't know if, you know, years ago it was just expected. Like, these were the roles. You know, the man works. The You know, and it didn't happen in every single situation. I think, again, it was more just, you know, socially that's what was expected. I think today, especially uh, if you're a man, that if you can, you know, do your own clothes, if you can cook your own meals, if you can, you know, pay for your own plays, all these things, I think, also makes you more attractive to, to women, right? Like, say you're living by yourself, but you still got to bring your clothes to mom's house to get them done. That's not something that, you know, a high quality woman is going to be attracted to, right? No. Like, women naturally are uh, hypergamous. Do you know what hypergamy is? You might want to give the definition. Okay, so hypergamy is a term used in social science for the act or practice of a person marrying a spouse of higher caste or social status than themselves. So women are hypergamous, right? That's, that's a fact. Right. It's not, we can't debate it, we can't go over it. They're hypergamous, which means regardless of what they tell you, regardless of the things you see in movies or on TV or articles like we have here in front of us in uh, Cosmo, is... Women want a alpha man. They want a, right. they want a high status guy. That means he has a good job. Then that doesn't mean he's got to be a billionaire. Not that it hurts you, but you don't need to have a ton of money. But it does mean that you're self self sufficient. It does mean that you have a job. It does mean that you can take care of yourself. It does mean that you have a nice car or have a nice place. All those things matter, regardless of what anybody else will tell you, because that's just the way it is. I mean, right. th- there's. There, there's people say, oh, it's, it's, it's feelings or oh, you really have to be sweet and caring. And all that stuff is true. But you can't get away from the innate nature of people and women. They're looking for the high status guy. That's why if you look on, let's, let's just go to uh, dating apps, you know, Tinder and Bumble. Yep. Again, let's, let's look at the situation. If you're a woman on there, regardless of how you look or what your job is, if you're on there for two weeks, now I've talked to a ton of women, ton of women, they'll have 500 messages within a week on Bumble and Tinder. Yep. Or every dude swiping right, every guy's hitting them up in the message. If you're a guy on there, right? Again, let's go back to the checklist. You might get a message a week if you're lucky. Right. It's like, because the reality is most men are not high status men. There's like 20% of those guys and everybody else is just, you know, and, and in the profiles too, they're they're trying to... Uh, you know, garner attention from women. It's like the dude's got to be six foot two, got to be hot, got to have a good job, got to have a lot of money, got to have a nice car, got to have his own place, can't live with his parents. I'm not going to date anybody who lives with their parents. So you know what I mean? Like how much easier is it for women even on dating sites? And how many times do both sides lie on their profile too? Right. I'm six foot three. Mm, you're not six foot three. Right. And even on your dating profiles, like for men and women, stop putting pictures with the, with the Snapchat filter, with the bunny ears or with the bear ears. <sighs> Dog tongue. Yeah. I mean, and first of all, it makes you look much better than you are because I know, you know, we've played around with the filter and like, I'm like, man, I look cute as hell as a dog. <laughs> It, yeah, it, did you ever notice they always try to put it on you too? They always try to put the filter on you and you, you're like, no, why? That, yeah, I mean, listen, eh, I get it. You're in a relationship, it's cute. Let's play with the filter on the couch and see what we look like and that's fine. But again, if you're looking for somebody that you don't know and you're on you know, Tinder and you have 10, 10 profile pictures and like seven have some sort of filter, it's the one with the, with the rose crown around your head, you have the, uh, I'm a bear, here's one. I mean, like again, first of all, it doesn't look like you. And then second of all, it looks like you're, I can only see your face and it's altered. And then again, you know, and it's like, it's funny because some people have photo shoots for these profiles too. You realize that like right. they will go up. Uh, hey, I need you to take this Tinder picture for me. What? Right. Or, or then the other, or then the other thing is the lighting's perfect, right? You'll be out with 25 friends and I don't know which one you are because I can't tell in the, in the picture with it's altered with the, uh, with the Snapchat filters. And then <laughs> 
I see there's 20 people. And I'm like, oh, I kind of wish it was that one to the right, but you know it's not that one. It's probably to... Yeah. Uh, what do you do? Message them, hey, uh, your friend, uh, three people deep to the right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... You can only see my head. It's like, yeah, there's there's three chicks, and then I'm the one behind the other one kind of kneeling down in the front, and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, I guess. I guess we'll... I guess we'll roll with that. But, you know what I mean? It, it's hard. Human and people, nature. Yeah, and people are always putting, of, of course, their, uh, their their best foot forward on these on these dating profiles. Right. Right. And the other thing is, too, even if you're dating, like, men and women, too, especially women, you have to just kind of, like, relax. Right? Like, just go out on a date. Because another question men will always get on these dating apps is, what are you looking for? Right? So, if you're a guy, like, how do you answer this? Right? Like, what are you looking for? So, you know, a a guy, his response might be, I'm looking to date you. You know, and and then she'll, like, interrogate you more. Now, this is a little bit more for a little bit older women, because, you know, right. younger women might be a little bit different. But again, then what's your response to that? Like, what exactly are you looking for? And a lot of times is, you know, as guys, we kind of just take it as, it as it happens. Like, listen, let's go out on a date. Let's see what happens. If we get along, if we like each other, maybe we'll be friends. Maybe we'll have a fling. Maybe it'll be an LTR, long-term relationship. Right. Who knows? We don't know. So again, even for women, stop interrogating men on dating apps. Just go out on the date once. And again, the first date, I don't know what, what you and your girl did on the first date, but the first date should be like, let's go get a cup of coffee, cheap, short, half an hour, talk a little bit. If we like each other, we can move on. Because there's no, there's no good reason, unless you can tell me right now, a good reason why you would go on a $250 steak dinner with somebody who could get no. on your nerves in the first five minutes. That just sounds stupid to me. I don't know why you would even... First of all, that's like a waste of money. You know what I mean? To, right. uh, to torture yourself, possibly. You don't know. Because, you know, you, first of all, you don't, you don't know the person you're dating. And how long do you talk to this person before, like, seriously talk to them before you go out on this date? You know what I mean? I What's, know for me, you know, you said go out for a cup of coffee or something. The, my first date was not a traditional first date. She happened to be up from college and came to probably my last DJ event before the pandemic hit. It was the last uh, thing that I had to DJ, and then we went out to the diner after. Right. A- it, and nothing it, fancy. No, it's it's casual. It's cool. It's like, listen, let's go out. Let's talk. Come let's- hang with me while I do something that I love to do. And she got to see, you know, me and my element with right. the air quotes. And, you know, because that was one thing that I always tell people. I'm not changing my lifestyle as far as my career goes. And that's big. I mean, to, to be upfront and to be honest initially is a big thing because then that woman can make a decision on if she wants to be with you, understanding the terms and agreements. This is not, you know, you do what I say or whatever. Let's make a deal. It's yeah, not that. Yeah, it's like, listen, this is my passion. These are the days and the hours and the stuff that I do. Uh, you know, listen, we, we're having a great conversation. I really like you. I think we could we could have something here. Let's you know if you want, let's keep talking. I can I'll always find time. I'll be around. I'll do all these different things. And you kind of just lay it up front. That way, that person knows. That way, six months from now, a year from now, it's not. Oh my God, you you do all this DJ work and you always work on Saturday nights. And you know I like listen. You knew this when we started going out that I work that, I work a lot, a lot of weekends. Of, a lot of people argued with me whether it was a smart idea or not to bring her to a gig on the first date. And I the reason I did it truly was I want her to see this is what I do. This right. is what I love to do. And if you're not okay with it, well then there's no point in us. There there's no point because this is something I love to do and I'm not going to give this up. Right. And here's the thing, it, to me again, if you're with somebody who is a good person, a good girl, a good guy, they will back you up and support you in your passion, whether that's DJing, whether that's starting a podcast, whether that's starting a YouTube channel. Uh, if they help you, it's even better. If they support you, it's it's great. You no, know, I have to be the luckiest because, you know, she is very supportive of all of it. Um, you know, even when things started getting rocky in the industry, you know, um, I lost my one job in the entertainment field and then COVID happened and I lost that. Right. And then I lost my regular nine to five, you right. know, due to COVID and all of that. 
very supportive. And now I'm built up where I'm doing okay again. And she's helped me go back to college and the whole support system. Yeah, that's the thing. You you need somebody. Again, regardless of what anybody tells you, you need somebody to support you. You need somebody to build you up. You need somebody to, to stick with you. Again, the reality is there are a lot of women, especially. Again, I know it's a cold hard truth bomb. There are a lot of women, especially, who as soon as you lose the gig or the money or they bounce. That's the truth. People, oh, no, if you're a good person, they won't leave. No, trust On me. On to the next. They will leave you because you're no longer providing. You're no longer that high status man. You're no longer... The, you know, you're no longer the alpha, the alpha male. You're not. So they move on to the next guy who is that. So, you know, it's important to have open, re- uh, not open relationships, open communication. <laughs> that's a whole, that's a whole I, other I, topic. That's next week. Yeah. That's no, next, yeah. So that's the thing. It's, it's important to have all these and, and to understand and know, you know, what women are looking for. The other thing is too, uh, you know, when, when you told your girl that, you know, in my opinion, that, that lets her know you're determined, you want to be successful you're an entrepreneur. Those things to me are uh, are just huge positives in what a woman's looking for in a relationship. You know, if you're somebody who is just working a job and you have no ambition to move up and it's not really that great of a job. Now, you could start off and as long as you have that ambition or you have those goals, you might not be exactly where you want to be today, but you have the ambition to kind of, you know, become become more. And also in your situation, you're younger. So women will be more likely to stick with you if you don't have everything, if you don't have all your your ducks in a row early on in life because you're still building up. Now, when you become 35, 40 years old and you're trying to date. Now it's different. Right. And you're trying to tell women, oh, just stick with me. I'm going to start this business. And you're 46 years old and and you have have nothing in order. It's going to be a lot harder to sell that than if you're 21 years old and saying, listen, Here's my goals. Here's my dreams. Here's my business plan. Here's here's what I've done so far. She'll stick with you and say, "Listen, this guy's on to something. I like his passion. I like his ambition. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang in here." Like I said, the, you start pushing that to 50 years old, and you're still working a a job where you're not happy. You don't have any money, and you didn't even start yet. Your your, your shelf life is is a lot lot less. And let me put it to you this way: You're talking to somebody, and we've known each other for a decent part mm-hmm. now, and. I was very anti-college. Remember, yes, I, when we would sit in the classroom, that is why we all went, you know, to Connecticut School of Broadcasting. We were anti having to take an English class to, you know, do what we love. Right. Unfortunately, as we all know, things have changed. The world has changed. They want that piece of paper that says that you've got your bachelor's and this and that. Correct. And luckily, my girlfriend knew this. She saw um, everything, and she's had her life. I want to be a pediatrician. She's known that since she was four years old, and she's had her. And she made me wake up and realize the world is different. She told, she said, the radio industry. You told me it's not what it was. So why are you going to keep trying? readjust you can still do the podcast you can still mobile dj but go get your degree you love computers and then you also like money you know you like money right who doesn't exactly i I mean i'm not money hungry but i know the lifestyle that i want to live she knows the lifestyle that she wants to live we need those salaries to be able to live the life that we want to live together Right. And that's another thing too. Like, um, you know, in relationships, you know, people, you know, celebrities, everybody, the, the old cliche is, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. Uh, technically it doesn't. On the other hand, it does. And, and the reason I say it does is because it's something that it's, it's a tool that you can use toward happiness that can open up and, you know, get rid of stress. We go and, to vacation. She loves Disney. Well, you can't do that. Without money. Yeah, and you don't need, and you know, when we say money, it, it's not, you know, $2 million or $20 million. It's just enough to where, you know, you don't have debt, you have all your bills paid, and you have that extra money. Enough. You have a cushion if yeah. something happens. Right. Heaven you, forbid. Right. You have enough passive income to where it's not, I hope I can pay this, or I have to go pawn this off to pay that. And, you know, there are different ways to get there. I mean, some people are going to do it in corporate America, working nine to five. Other people are going to be more, they're going to have that uh, entrepreneurial spirit. So depending on how you get there is okay. You know, you can save for a long time. You can work side hustles. There's a, that's a whole different conversation on how to get to that level. But it does make things a lot easier. You know, and, and, you know, there's, 
plenty of examples of people that have money that have a different set of issues that try to use money to help them out of that, whether it's like, you know, depression or family issues. And that's why it doesn't work in that way, because you're using money as a tool to try to help with something that really can't be helped, you know, in that way. But as far as, you know, starting a business or, you know, making income or, you know, having a happier life, you know, making money, having more money, definitely without a doubt, no question about it helps. Sometimes you need that person too that's going to help you wake up and snap into reality. Hey, you're you're in fantasy land right now. It's it's not going to happen that way. So stop pretending that it's going to work out the way you want it to because that's not life. That's not how life works. No. It didn't work the first three times. Why do you think going for a fourth is going to to do something? It's not. It might, but it's probably not. And I think also with works for people that are, you know, are in your situation, is like you said, you have a, a girl who pushes you to be better, has you has pushed you to limits maybe you wouldn't push yourself in. Uh, and, you know, like she also said, you can do your broadcasting and the podcasting and your mobile DJ work on the side. So you're still fulfilling that creative side while you continuously hopefully build that up and up to where you can go full-time doing that. But in the meantime, you have a, a safety net. You have a fallback plan to where if that doesn't work out, you know, you have something else to, to, to work with. It's always going to be around, and that's you have to look at that now. Where back then, maybe you didn't have to right. as much, but now you have to look at with technology, you don't need as many bodies. Right. You know, but when it comes to the technology, you do need bodies that know how to fix the technology. Right. And, you know, again, as far as relationships go, how do we... How do you know when the relationship is good? Like, how do you know when the relationship is is going bad? Like, what signs are you looking for to think I'm good? And sometimes you may miss them. I mean, do you have any any ideas? Well, you know, we we were fighting, not not really fighting, just little arguments here or there. And it would be over stupid stuff, right? You know, we talked about the communication, and that's something I'm working on. And then you know, it gets to the fact of where you're overprotective too. Um, you know, we we talked about the girl messaging me, and, you know, she got upset over that. Well, it's the same thing where certain people, you know, you get all those robot accounts and stuff, and they slide in there, and you get upset over it. And I'm like, why don't you just block them? And then those words come back. At, you know what I mean? They come back. And you're, every relationship's going to have the argument. That's the thing. Yeah, people argue. I mean, it's okay. The other thing is, though, you know, and I think this is more for men. Men cannot be scared to... Uh, speak. They can't be scared to ask the tough questions because you don't want to get you don't want to get used. And, and and again, maybe we're biased, maybe we're not. But I think the truth is, men. I think what happens is men don't they don't guard their heart. I think as much as they should. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I really don't. I, I also believe that a woman can never love a man the way a man wants to be loved. And. It, it's it, it's it's again it's tough it's like the cold hard like truth bombs that really you know make people feel a certain type of way but you know I, I think it's true i mean again women are looking for those certain things and if they're not getting that they will leave regardless of how good you are and how much stuff you buy and, and all these different things so i think for men the biggest thing is making sure you're you're checking the boxes for yourself which is staying successful staying hungry staying determined and making sure you're a high quality dude because that's the kind of guy women don't leave, right? Like if uh, you ever get into a situation where you hear, let's just take a break, leave, right? That's one thing we said. We said it, there's no such thing. Yeah, a break is I'm going to cheat on you. That, 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 exactly. is, that is 100% translation, 100% factual. There is no other reason that you would ever say, and this is man or woman, I need a break. I need a break means I'm going to go over here and do, do some with your friend or somebody out of the bar or whatever the deal is. And they will do that. And then after that's fulfilled or whatever they do, they're going to come back like, oh, oh, I'm healed. Yeah, well, I'm out. Right? Soon, as soon as we hear break or I'm out. I know. Especially in this day and age, um, this is what happens. You're right. I'm going to go over there. And it could be your best friend. It could be your cousin. This is what happens. And see, what happens is when you hear, let's take a break, that means for the man, you did something, you, you fell off the horse, you lost a job, you, uh, you, know, you downgraded your expensive car and you got something cheaper, whatever the, the situation is, the woman sees that guy now as 
he might be the, the better fit because a woman will not leave you if she believes you're the best person for her. If she thinks she can get better, she'll go look, she'll go look elsewhere. So that's how you know. So, so again, as soon as you hear, uh, let's be friends, let's take a break, that means she doesn't believe that you're the best guy for her. She thinks she has another option. Maybe she's already working on that option. Maybe somebody else has kind of already introduced themselves, and now she's thinking, yeah, I kind of got Phil or JJ over here, but I don't know if he's the best. This guy is doing a little bit better. Let me go. And that goes back to the hypergamy of uh, of Let's go experiment. Let's see what happens. Right. Oh, well, that didn't work out. So now I'm going to go back to Phil. Right. And that's the thing. You can't, you know, and as tough as it is, as hard, as much as you might love that person or they're your best friend, you're with them every single day, uh, you're really on just a crash course for disaster. Because once you hear that and it, you're done. I mean, there's, unfortunately, there's just nothing you can do. I mean, maybe you can work yourself, you know, back out of that. But again, do you really want to be with somebody who's with you and then wants to take a break to go with somebody else and then kind of comes back to you when that doesn't work or that person gets, you know, it's just not good. And you know what? I've said it. And especially when we would get into an argument, I said, if you're not happy with me, leave me. I don't want you to be miserable. I would say that we're not taking a break. Because, like you said, I know what that's code for. But I also feel like there are some women that are different and not in a bad way. Like, my girlfriend's different. Mm -hmm. And I'm not just saying this because I'm dating her now. She's different in the sense of she's not your everyday girl that, you know, is going to go out and party and... Um, you know, because we got into a fight, I'm going to go out and party or whatever else that these girls do. I'm not going to post a slutty picture on Instagram right? to get, that the, kind, to get the attention to, to know, hey, you pissed me off. Right. No. My girlfriend's the type of person that is going to let me know I pissed her off. And I'm going to know I pissed her off and we're going to get through it. We're going to talk through it. We're not going to let it, you know what I mean? We're not going to let it get to that point where... We're going to take a break. And then here's the thing, too. You know, be honest with yourself and know who you're dating and who you're dealing with. Because, again, if you are 100% honest with yourself, you won't fall into these traps. Again, if you're dating somebody who has got tons of pictures on social media, always taking provocative photos, got 300 comments, got all these likes, getting all this attention, all these people slide into the DMs, always going out on the weekends. I don't want that. Always partying. Just because they're with you now, that person is who that person is so again to delusion yourself to think that this girl or even guy there's guys the same way that are getting all this attention on social media elsewhere out out in public out on the weekends always out drinking that will lead to um you know people cheating it will lead to bad situations there's just no way around it like i said if you have somebody who's with you committed to you backs you up in your goals you got to hold on to people like that because honestly there's not there's not a lot of those people there's just not there's not, and that's when, you, you know, it, you hear it in the movies, Disney, you, you feel it. You know when it's that person. And, you know, all especially us guys are like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. They're like, give me a break. And you don't believe it until it actually happens, where you're standing there and you're like, holy crap. Like, this person's got something. Right. And... You know, it's completely different. Like, it's one of those you think you've known them your whole life. And, you know, we are so much alike, too. Where sometimes it's scary. Where we'll say the same thing at the same time. We'll be at the dinner table, and her sister will do something, and we'll both say the same thing at the same time. And they're like, you two are spending too much time together. Right, and you do start start to become, like, the same person. I mean, you know, obviously you got to have those similarities in the beginning to kind of you know, to get together. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's a great thing. It really is. We were polar opposites, though. The well, funny the, thing was... Well, the more time you spend together, the, like I said, the, the more you become, like, the same person. The other thing is, to a healthy relationship, you also have to constantly insult each other, like like uh, me and Amy do all the time. I mean, it is constant, you know, making fun of each other, laughing at each other, uh, you know, uh, pantsing each other, just the most ridiculous things. But it's funny to you two. Right. And... That's so I have an alter ego that comes out and I swear this sometimes saves my butt mm-hmm. and his name is Steven. Interesting. I ha- yeah, it's, um, 
it's just another personality where I'll be more fun. I'll loosen up and say stupid things and I'll do like some stupid accent. Right. Steven is the loosened up if you were completely plastered at a party oh, type of person. Without, it, without even drinking the alcohol. Yes. Because when you're around certain groups of people and you have that chemistry in the room, you can party without a DJ. You can party without alcohol. You can party without all the other stuff. Um, you know, she wasn't a partier ever, right? ever. Um, you know, she would go, I think she tried at one time, like going out to some, and it's not for her, not her app. Now I can do it being a DJ cause I'm not really partying per se. We're bringing the party. It's different. It is different. You know what I mean? So it's nice though. The, you know, you would think, it, yeah, I missed it. I miss going out and DJing, but during quarantine where we would just sit there and, we were binging Brooklyn Nine Nine and all these different Netflix shows, and it was great. I don't got to worry about anything, right? I mean, you're 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 building up, you know, your relationship, and again, the 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 pre life that that person leads before you is not going to completely change when you get with that person. So if you're with somebody who is not a party person, who doesn't drink, who doesn't do drugs, that's the person you're getting. Again, on the flip side, if they are going out, they are partying, they are sleeping with different people, that's what you're going to get. Now they might. Settle down for two months while you're together, but then the way they are is going to creep back into their mindset, or they're going to miss going out, or they're going to miss being with different people. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like if that's the kind of person you are, that's who you are. But if you're looking for a, uh, you know, an LTR or relationship with your just with one person, and you want to get married eventually, that's just not the kind of person for you. And then depending on the age of the people, that also changes. So you'll see a lot of times. I don't know if you know that the chick uh, Tommy Laren. She's no. like a she's like a Fox News contributor and Okay, okay, I do know who you're talking about now. Yeah, she's okay. she's pretty blonde, you know, you know, running your mill 27, 28 year old, you know, white girl, basically. Right. And you know, she she had a rant a couple months ago on Twitter about how there's no good guys and all guys are terrible and it's not just LA or Texas, they're just terrible throughout the entire country. They're all they're all terrible. Now, mind you, she's 27, 28 years old. So at this point in a woman's life, they are looking for, it's, it's like the epiphany stage. It's like time to settle down. Got to find a man, got to get married. It, it's, they're, at, they're at that point. Now, she wasn't saying this four or five years ago. Because four or five years ago, she was making a lot of money. She had a career. She was dating different people. She was going out to the bar. She was having fun. She was doing God knows what, right? She was living her life. She was doing her thing. Right. She was 22, 23. It was the best time of her life. Sneaks up on you. Next thing you know. So here we are today, 27, 28 years old. It's guys suck. Guys are terrible. There's no good guys because now she's ready to settle down. And the only thing she's getting is, do you want to come over at two o'clock in the morning? Uh, I'm only looking for a fling. I want no strings attached because in her mind now, her and her friends, that's what they're looking for. They, they want, they want to settle. But here's the thing. You cannot do all those things previously and then expect all of a sudden at 28 years old, snap your fingers. And now the guy's going to come rescue you because that's not the way you were acting, you know, five years ago. So again, depending on what you're doing, just remember that that stuff doesn't go away. The people remember that people know Social yeah. media is forever. Right. So, you know, people see that, they remember that, and now because you want it, and now it's your biological clock is ticking, now it's like, oh, now I got to now I gotta settle Maybe down. Maybe all the good guys in your bracket are now gone. Maybe, you know what I mean? It happens. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to go looking for a sugar daddy or something. And that's not doing justice either. Right. It, it's, it's all these different, uh, you really got to learn all the different uh, periods in, uh, especially like, women's lives and what they go through, right? So, you know, you're going to be in high school, then you're going to have the college, like the party years. Then it's going to be, let's work. Or you don't. Right, or you don't. Yeah, there, there are, and they're the people, you know, again, and I was the same way, like, I've, like I'm the same way as you. I've DJed a ton of parties. I've done college parties. I've done weddings. I've always brought the party. I've never smoked anything a day in my life, like not once. So anybody who says, like, everybody smokes, that's a lie. Because I can tell you for myself that I've never smoked. I never tried it. I've never, I can't even swallow a pill, an Advil. So like I'm not popping Molly, I'm not snorting anything off the desk. Now you're looking at these people going, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, I'm like, "Listen, you can do whatever you want. Thank God you paid me before you came in here, because <laughs> yeah, right. I I got the money. You can do. You know, I've I've been offered numerous times, especially when you're DJing. You're you're in the midst of the party. You are the you are the party, 
And, you know, people will offer you all the time. Here, have a shot. Have a shot. Yeah. And listen, I've had, I've socially drank here and there, but I've never really been blacked out or I can't remember. And, you know, and people think, well, there's, there's no way. Well, listen, just because that's what you do doesn't mean, you know, that's what I do. And again, yeah. regardless of what you do, just stay strong in your convictions. Don't let other people, you know, dictate what's right and what's wrong. You have people that learn their lesson too, the, like me. I'm like, hey, you know what? I've always DJed. Let me, let me try to, you know, drink myself into oblivion. Well, guess what? It ain't all that. No, I mean, yeah, man. you get some funny stories. You did some stupid crap. But guess what? I just told you about Steven. Steven sprung from those <laughs> evenings, but you don't need it to do all that. And you don't have to feel like shit the next day either. Right. And it correlates back to also who you're with. You know, if you're with somebody who that's all they want to do is go out and drink, and if you're not that person, that relationship is not going to work because they're going to want to go out and party and have fun and get crazy, and you're going to be like, no, nah, can't we just go to dinner and then go watch a movie? Or, you know, you can have your time. You can go out and dance, but it doesn't, if, if it's consistent, if you're, uh, you know, same thing with drinking. If you're doing this three, four, five, six, seven days a week, you know, listen, you got a problem. I mean, I hate, I hate to break it to you. I, I hate yeah. to be so brutally honest, but... You know, that's the truth. So again, you want to, you want to be with somebody who, you know, uh, understands your values, understands your principles. You know, you get along. If you come home every night and you have to have at least a beer, you, you might, you may not have a problem, but you might have a problem. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, I do know some people that can go without it. They choose, they prefer not to. You know, right. I've earned that right when I come home to have a beer. Now, some of those people, you know, whatever, you know, you're you're sitting at home on your back porch, you're smoking your cigar and you're having a beer. Okay, whatever. You know what? You're you're responsible. You're home. You had a long day. You want to do that. But if you don't need to do it, because there's a difference between want and need. You know that. Yeah. and, And, you know, again, it goes back to, you know, healthy relationships, you know, being with the right person, not, uh. You know, again, not turning to alcohol or drugs because you don't have that. And this is, this is what I'm saying even like with dating. Like, you know, stop being so picky. And just because the more people you meet, the more opportunities you're going to have. Not even just in dating, just meeting different people, understanding uh, different people's jobs, just going out to chat with different people. You know, uh, especially women. Like, listen, we know this. Ask any woman this. Like we said earlier, if you're on Tinder, Bumble, I don't care what you're on. They're going to have they – go, they're up there for a day, 24 hours. They're going to have at least over uh, – 100 messages. Easy. Yep. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you're posting pictures with like a blurry face. Dudes are going to slide in into the messages, into the DMs, and they're going to they're gonna want to take you out. So again, even if you're looking at it just, I just want to go out and talk to this guy. Like there's, maybe there's no sexual attraction. Maybe you don't even want to date. Maybe you just want to go out just to talk to somebody. So again, sometimes look at it like that, and then you never know what kind of opportunities, relationships, uh, friendships, flings, whatever you're looking for might come out of just... Not being so picky, not having such a ridiculous checklist of, I don't like the way he ties his shoes, uh, his hair looks a little weird, uh, she's kind of a little chunky, like all this craziness. Just go and talk to people and, you know, you'd be surprised what just talking to people really does for you. Exactly, because I feel like when you're necessarily looking for something, tunnel vision, Right. I'm looking for the blonde hair, blue eyes, he's 6'4", he makes this much money. He drives this car. Okay, well, now you are so tunnel vision. You're never going to find this person. Little do you know, Mr. Perfect could have been standing right next to you. Right, and you have such a, a, a diluted idea of what you're looking for. And the other problem is, too, again. I did. Right. Another uh, cold hard truth bomb is you're not as great as you think you are. Right? <laughs> like, and, and that goes for a Everything. lot. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of different, uh, you know, a lot of different ways too. People have a inflated idea of, you know, their ego, of their looks, of their job, of of all these different things that they think, oh, well, I can get this. And then again, look at yourself in the mirror, and then think, uh, like sometimes when I get up in the morning, I look at myself, would I want to date me? Like if I was a chick, would I want to like be with this guy? And if you if you were like truly honest with yourself and you say. No, I wouldn't. Or even if you take it a step further and say, if I look at this person in the mirror, would I want to have sex with this person? If you say no, then everybody else who's looking at you is probably saying no. Yeah. Right? Except for like a very small percentage. <laughs> right. And that's probably the percentage you don't want to be associating with. I hate to say. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like if, if you're like, would I, would, if I was standing to myself looking in the mirror, I'd say, if I was a chick, would I have sex with this guy? And, and you say to yourself, 
uh, maybe, I'm not sure, become a better version of yourself, right? Like, listen, everybody's got their ceiling. You know, not everybody's going to be a 10 and, and like super sexy and like Brad Pitt and, you know, Zac Efron criteria. But if you look at yourself honestly and you say, and you're, and you're actually actively seeking to date somebody or look for somebody and you, you're honest with yourself and say, I'm a four, right? Make yourself a seven. Right. Because then it's, it's only elevating who you can be with. It's elevating different people you can, and it also, it also makes you more confident. It's really about building yourself up to make you a, a better man to make you more confident in yourself. So that way, when you're talking to people, when you're interacting, when you're working out, when you're going out, you feel like you're the best version of yourself. And, you know, again, that's a huge thing that, that women find super attractive too. Well, you know what? Going back to the whole support system thing, you want to make yourself better. A lot of people, especially like me, they want to lose the weight. Like, you know, right. you, you, you might have a lot to offer, but, you know, you, you just want to feel better about yourself. And, you know, that's where we're kind of at now, where we both want to lose the weight. Okay. You know what I mean? That's good. And we know we can push each other. Um, we just got to stop finding the excuse of why we're not doing it. Same thing like we talked about last week. You know, you, you keep putting it off later. I'm going to do it later. I'm going to start this podcast later. Well, eventually, later never comes. So we're at the point now where, you know, we're sitting down probably tonight or tomorrow and going over, you know, this is when we're starting it. This is how we're going to do it. And we're just going to have to push each other to make it happen. And I think we're making like a whole family thing That's good. with her family. That's great. Because, you know, you got you have that support system. It's a lot easier to do it. Hey, why are you eating that bowl of ice cream? You're not supposed to be eating that right now. Right. And you talked about making fun of each other earlier. You know, yeah. you have to be able to do that. And especially with the weight thing, mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, my buddy and I were talking about it the other day on his radio show. Uh, we started off, oh, well, there's a lot of things I can say about him, but there's a lot of things I can't say because the FCC will take me off, mm -hmm. you know, alluding to things you can probably imagine. And we both said we have faces for radio. Right. You got to be able <laughs> You got to be able to make fun of yourself or it's not going to be able to, it's just not going to work. Yeah, self-deprecation self is, uh, you know, it's huge. If you can, you know, uh, make fun of the way you look, of make fun of your weight, make, you know, really make fun. It, My auto fat ass ain't getting through that door, but you can. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, anytime you're, you're self-deprecating, people automatically like you more. Like, nobody's going to like somebody cock. If you walk in and say, listen, I'm the sexiest thing that's walked in here today. Right now, it could be true. You could be attractive. You could be built nice. You could you, you could have a great job. But if you're cocky, people are automatically turned off to you. The same way if you're self-deprecating, if you're like, oh, you know, I try this podcast thing, and you know, I think I'm all right at it. And people listen. They're like, man, you're really good at it. We start weddings off when we do a wedding. Uh, we started doing when um, Keith and I will do one. He'll usually MC and I'll DJ. Mm -hmm. He'll go. I know you're looking at the fat guy over there, but it's the fat guy over here with the microphone <laughs> waving his hand. <laughs> and, and you, you see, some people look. He just call him fat, right? And, and vice versa, because we both do it to each other. It's mm -hmm. hysterical. And then you got other people that are cracking up because, like, yo, they just called him fat. And here's the thing, too. It's uh, you know, this is why look, we've been talking about that having the support system and somebody who you know pushes you to to be better is is a great thing because as much as we joke about it as much as uh, we're self-deprecating there's also that part of us that it bothers us right yep. so you know we use humor and we use laughter as a way to you know poke fun at it but you know and i know this personally myself that it bothers you right like you know you want to be in better shape right you know what are you talking to your other boyfriend yeah <laughs> that's the thing like like you know deep down in your inside that you want to change it, right? It, it, it stabs you, right? It yep. makes you feel like, you're like, man, I know I joke about it. I know people see it. And, and I know that I'm not, I don't like the way I look in pictures or in videos or, and all this stuff. And, and the biggest takeaway is you just got to change it, right? Like nobody's stopping you except you. So when you look at yourself in the mirror and you come up with, oh, it's this person's fault or, oh, it's because I'm busy with work. Listen, you could throw all that bullshit out because the reality is you're, you're the reason that you're not there yet. So again, start yesterday, start today, but stop putting it off. Oh, we'll start the new week. No, because you're going to feel better when, when you just start, because like then a week goes by, then two weeks go by. Now, now you're kind of getting a little bit of momentum. You're like, I kind of see like the weight starts falling off. The other thing is too, when you're in a relationship and you start getting 
healthier and you start physically looking better, that only makes your relationship better. Because again, another reality is people want to have sex with other people that are attractive, right? It, it's, it, yeah. It's a fact, right? So if you're hot, she's hot, you're built nice, she's built nice, more, not, I mean, more people will want you, but even though you kind of do your own thing, you kind of stay there, be good. Don't do anything I right. wouldn't do. But <laughs> what wouldn't you do though? I did, I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> but, um, uh, but but again, like, you know, so working out together is only going to make you more attractive to each other because you're getting hotter. Right. Right? Like, like damn, like your arms are looking sexy. Look at my man over there. That's what I mean. And again, don't don't be fooled and don't believe that men and women don't want to walk around with arm candy on their arm as far as like being with a, an, a, an attractive person. It doesn't mean you got to be super sexy and have abs and all this other craziness. But if you're attractive, if you're confident... And again, you can get there, especially working together, because now you see the kind of results you're, you're getting from doing your doing your thing. Get right? up in the morning, go to the gym together, and and it not only physically makes you feel better, mentally it makes you feel better, right? It does. Yeah. Like, like I even worked out this morning. When you work out, you feel good, right? Then you get dressed. You're like, man, my chest looks real good. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and and even if you're talking yourself up a little bit too much, and it, you know. It, you you know, like you have can feel an it. ego in that sense. You can have an ego if it's motivating something like that. If it's a positive, right? You're motivating yourself. It's not like you're throwing at somebody else's face. Hey, you suck. Yeah, you can't have a podcast. You suck. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not as good as me. Like I'm I'm better than you. Right. But you can motivate yourself by 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 doing that. And again, it's all the things we always talked about. Uh, you know, your clothes fit better. You feel better. You know, physically and mentally. Yeah, and you sleep better. Like for me, it's the lack of sleep with the weight that I gained because I, I had all the weight. I lost it. And now it's back. And I remember how much better I felt, not just because, hey, I was a toothpick, but right. because I slept better. I felt better. Yeah, I, I could run around a wedding jumping up and down nonstop and doing all this crazy crap. But now... I put, you know, just to raise the roof a little. Yeah. I'm breaking a sweat. I'm, I'm, you know, out of breath. What what is this? And when you're young, too, it's it's not good. When you're young, it's not. Because you should be, you know, when you're young, you should be uh, full of life. You should be energetic. You should be attractive. You should should feel good. You should be able to run around and do certain things. You know, you have plenty of time later in life to, you know, get married and have kids and, and for all that stuff to kind of settle down and, you you don't need you know young you should be you should be hot you should be running around you should be you should be living life you should be enjoying it you don't want to get bogged down with that kind of stuff uh, you know yeah, I shouldn't it, have to take a nap you know if I come here at twelve o'clock to do the podcast with you and then I have a gig later at night there's no reason I should have to take a nap no. or you know what I mean or rest up I should be able to do two shows here go do a gig there and still have some. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're so young. And it, again, it all goes back to relationships. If you're looking for somebody, if you're having a hard time dating, the first thing you need to do before worrying about your ridiculous uh, online profiles or your pictures or any of this other stuff is make yourself a better man. You know, elevate yourself because you're, you're, nobody's ever at the point where they're good, right? Where they can't, they can't get any better. So like we talked about, whether that's losing weight, whether that's working harder, whether it's getting a better job, whether it's starting a side hustle, make yourself the highest status man you can do because then everything else will fall in line. Because again, if you're online and you're a three, right? If women are like actually rating you and they're like, yeah, he's about a three. Nobody wants a date of three. Nope. They don't. They're not so, even on the scale as far as I'm concerned. Right. So, you know, and it's the same, same thing for women. If, if you're looking at a woman and... She could do the same thing, like, again, work out, get a better job, take care of yourself, do all these different things, and then then you will date people. Then other people will find you attractive. And it's, it's not just a superficial thing that doesn't matter because when people like you, when people are attracted to you, when people give you compliments, that makes you feel good, which also then in other parts of your life makes you like, wow, I got a couple compliments today. I'm going to go in, I'm going to kill this podcast, or I'm going to start this thing I wanted to start, or I'm going to start a new business, or I'm going to apply for that job for the promotion because I'm ready to do it because you just feel better about yourself. So it, it's much more than just, oh, let's lose some weight and I'll, and I'll feel better. But Well, you know, there's one other thing that I want to bring up um, and just see what you think about it, and that's when you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. is there a such thing as being together too much? Yes. 
And when did you realize, hey, maybe we need to go do some, you know, something apart? I think, you know, and again, I'm speaking from experience here. When you're together all the time, you never give each other a chance to miss each other. Right. Yeah. So it's like you do everything. Like you're constantly on the phone. You're constantly texting. As soon as they're done work, you're there. As soon as they lunch, you, you go there and have lunch. And it's like seven days a week, and you never have time to really get away from that person. And I think the best relationships work when obviously you're together, but it can't be like nonstop because if you don't have other friends, if you don't go out with the guys, if she doesn't go out with the girls, if they don't go out with the family, if you don't go out with the family, then you just become absorbed and, and just so focused on just you two that, you know, I, I think you're going to fight more, you know, and, and you're not going to, you're not going to have that. Like, you're not going to have like miss each other. You're not going to be like, man, I haven't seen filter JJ in like, you know, even like two days or, you know, I haven't really talked to them that much. Like, I'm dying to see them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you don't have that. So you do have to, you know, find nights and, and different days and stuff where, you know, if, if and that's the thing. You want to kind of keep yourself busy to where you're, you're doing, not just like staying away just to stay away. Like, I'm sitting in my house. You're sitting in your house. Let's just not see each other because we just don't want to see each other. But whether that's picking up like an extra shift, because then I've noticed like then that if you haven't seen that person that you're with in like two days, when you see them, they're like, they jump all over you. And that goes back to like, you work out, you're feeling sexy, right? Two days go by, yep. you haven't seen that person. As soon as you walk in, she jumps on top of you and then... Oh, you can figure out. And then stuff happens. Then, yeah. then, you, then you build puzzles together. Right. <laughs> Whatever you're doing. Build puzzles? Yeah. Or play Parcheesi or something. I don't know. But yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like uh, being apart makes the heart grow fonder. Well, it, I it learned really that does. the hard way. Because, you know, we're, we're at that point now where we were together so much and like right now, you know, where I'm probably going to look at my phone and there's probably going to be messages. Like I said earlier, where, you know, what are you doing? Where are you at? And, you know, we're just starting now to figure that out. We learned it the hard way mm -hmm. because, you know, we, we were getting into arguments, but you know, th there's not to say like, she's going to come out on Friday night. I'm, you know, running audio for a guy. She's going to come out. She's taken the reservation that I had for the two of us. She's going to bring her best friend out. Okay. And so she wanted to be there and support me. Well, I said, well, why don't you bring your best friend out? Because you said you haven't seen her in forever. Bring her out. You guys have dinner. I'm doing my thing. You're still supporting me if, you know, you're worried about doing that. I told her it's okay. Right. You know, you don't have to put. I get it. So we came up with that. And now everybody's happy. They get to see each other. I don't have to feel like I'm ignoring her. You know what I mean? When I'm focused on doing what I got to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're going to see each other after. And then and then we'll, we'll leave you with this. The the last thing, uh, you know, as a guy, there's certain things that you don't, you don't want to do, right? So, you know, as a guy, you should never be, you know, calling your girl, talking to your wife about, like, drama like you had at work, right? Like, you know, women are going to come home and they're going to tell you about uh, what this person did at work and what the girl said and the drama, but as a guy, they don't they don't care, right? And it makes you look less manly if you're calling me like, oh my God, baby, they cut my hours. And oh my God, like, you know, Donna said this and my Uncle Barry did this. Like, it just makes you look so unmanly when you're like sitting on the phone just talking about your problems or, oh, my checking account or I only have $200. Like, anything like that. Unless it's something like cool that maybe you did like if you have an actual cool job right like no i'm yo you, i met ryan seacrest today yeah <laughs> yeah like that's different but i'm talking about if you're like whining about your problems that's not like you know as the man just think about you're the you know you're the protector you're the you know you're, you're the man like you let let her tell you and you listen to you know her issues but it's not her job and she doesn't really care to hear about your your negativity or what's going on in your life like and it sucks because, and as a guy, like, if you have those things, talk to another guy. Talk to a friend. If you're, if I'm like, yo, JJ, I got some stuff to tell you, you got some stuff to tell me. We can get that off our chest and kind of support each other that way. But, you know, in my opinion, don't tell your girl those things because it just makes you look like there's, you don't know what direction you're going in. So she's like, if this guy can't even, you know, help himself and have his, like, finances and how's his stuff he gonna together. How's he going to help me? How's he really going to support me? Yeah, really. So again, keep that, like, you know, guy to guy type thing. Let us help each other and then you know let her complain to you with her drama and her stuff and you kind of just take it in and you're the hero and you know and you get it it's all these little like psychological things that you know make make a big difference because again if you're calling imagine you're calling her every day 
oh, hey, this happened. My life sucks. Uh, I lost my business. I'm not making any money. What am I, your girlfriend or therapist? Right, and that's the thing. You don't you don't want to be you don't want to be your best friend. You know, you're you're her you're her man. You know, right. what I mean? you're you're the hero. You're the dude. You're the alpha. You're the you're the everything. Yeah, you're you're the guy. You know what I mean? You're the dude. I'm the dude. That's you. <laughs> you said you're so true. So I am the dude. Yes, he is. That is JJ the dude. I'm Phil Rossi. Thanks so much for tuning in to Anything Goes with Phil Rossi and JJ Golick. Make sure if you haven't done so already, you're following us on all the social media platforms at Anything Goes PJ. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now Snapchat as well. You can find the podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Next week, we talk how to make money doing side hustles. This is Anything Goes with Phil Rossi and J.J. Golick.